Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it, podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to talk to you about the Disney Channel. I really don't want to get to the word classic, but here it is. I, classic. I don't even know if I would call it a movie. It's, it's something it's, that was put yeah, to film. I, uh, frenemies. Uh, gross word for a word that film. I hate now, and I never want to hear it again. And I also don't even think they're using it right. They use I it one say, time. No, no, no. What, 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 oh, sorry, what sorry. the fuck are you saying? They say they it forty use, times. No, they use it one time in universe. All the other time is narration. I'm fairly certain. Yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah, only one yeah. time in universe. But yes. the, the narration is very heavy handed. Oh, term. I have a lot to because say it's the like they're trying. It's like they're me trying to put on a pair of jeans from college. Like they are trying <laughs> to ham fist the term frenemies into a cohesive narrative of these, like a cohesive, cohesive like common thread for these three stories and they do not succeed no i don't think this movie succeeds in a single goddamn thing no i actually and like and that's the thing is it's not just that it's bad we've watched a lot of bad movies here like whatever we know how to deal this is a movie and i i don't want to come off too harsh here this is a movie that i don't respect no this movie also feels like it was written by chat gbt i think i feel like it was grown in a lab like it actually like i know we've said that before but this actually and i know that there's a lot of discourse around ai right now I do believe this movie to be written by AI. The way these people talk does not even make sense in no. modern standard. Well, that's English. also the performances are terrible. There is not genuinely, there is no, not one good performance except maybe the dog. The dog is doing his best, but it's not I great. I like Nick Robinson so much. But is this actor. a good performance of his? No, <laughs> but do I think he's doing exactly what they're asking yeah, him to no, do? Yeah, no, Emma. We've said this a million times. The problem with the vignette style movie is that, like, number one... Which I hate. uh, Luke says he hates it. I think it works good sometimes, bad in others. I was saying, comparing it, I was looking like... What I think they're trying to do here, and obviously failing, let's not just take the jump. It was a very trendy around this time for rom-coms of, uh, you know, this era. Which I guess this is one. Uh, yeah. Is it? I mean, no. The love story between a boy and his dog? And, and the, well, then at the end. And ends, a man and his GPS? It, it ends with Jake and Savannah. Okay. Whatever. But it's like, it's this was, it's the, it's the Gary Marshall Valentine's Day and Mother's Day New Year's Eve, what a stinker New Year's Eve was, but like the where it's a bunch of people who are interwoven, connected. The best example of it in my mind is he's just not that into you, where it's like there's some of them are friends, some of them are just like each other's realtor, and like they're telling different <laughs> love stories. I swear to God, I think someone is just someone else's dental hygienist. No, I, Luke, it's that loose sometimes, and but it's like they're telling different stories in these different vignettes. That is tough to do because you don't get to spend the same amount of time with a main character mm-hmm. that you normally would. So I think that not to shit on these young actors, I think no. that does a disservice to a lot of them in that you don't get time to see these people as fleshed out human beings. They feel very, very surface level. They feel very, very one note. Science boy, fashion girl, writer girl. Like it's Skater all, girl. And like those are the people that are usually like the best friends in these movies. Usually they spend at least a second trying to get us to care about these main characters and this doesn't this really This that. ain't it, Chief. Whatever this is, this ain't it, let me tell you. Like, and it's not even all, all what you're saying about just like, yeah, you don't get to shine a light on anybody. Sure, whatever. I don't even care about that. It's just because like, this doesn't read to me just as like one of those movies you're talking about, which I admit I don't have a, a massive amount of experience with. But what this read as to me, it was like one of those Disney sequels they would make where they tried to make a TV show from the movie and it didn't get picked up. So they're like, well, now we have three episodes of this. <laughs> 
how can we use this animation? It's like, just yeah. release it as a sequel. So that's why you have like Tarzan and Jane where it's like, oh, Jane, remember that time that like we stopped those diamond miners? And they tie and it after, together with vignettes. And they tie it together. With, well, well, no, they are the vignettes and they just tie it together with a loose thing where it's like Tarzan's proposing the to Jane. The vignettes become the, the, the episodes yes. become vignettes and they use a tie, like a larger framework. Exactly. That's what this felt like to me, which is that they had like three scripts because this is based on a book. This is based on like a book called Frenemies, but it's only about one of the plots. Why then did they do this? I have a I have a very loose theory. What is the one? What is the book actually about? It's about the Zendaya and Bella Thorne. That's the only good the, one. Well, good is a loose term. But, but the best the strongest, the, three, the strongest, absolutely. Those people actually have something to say. Well, so this is what, but that's why I think... They have a real reason that they are the actual frenemies. Well, this is also why the, the movie got made. This is they, the other they, problem. They, they were big like, from Shake It Up and they were like, they're they need a project. They're doing Shake It Up. They're, they're it's just, just Shake it up. it up. It's just Shake It Up. Shake It Up, I would argue, is better than this. I've never seen Shake It Up, but it's probably... At the end, it just turns into Shake It Up. Shake It Up at the very end. He said, you know what? Let him shake it up. And I said... Just shake it I was like, thank God we're shaking it up. At least there's dancing. Something something to watch. I will say... I just want to say this up top. They are using the term frenemies wrong. This movie, the common thread that they're telling is like people that get in fights with each other. Yes, it's just... Or friends that get in fights with each other. It's just having a disagreement with your friend. That's all that is. But the problem is, is that is not what a frenemy is. A frenemy in actual slang, when this was a thing that people said a lot, is someone that you are like fake friends with. Like, like tying it back to our last episode, the girl in Wendy Wu Homecoming Warrior where they had like a competition with each other, but they pretended to be cordial and friendly to each other's faces. It's like, they're not enemies, they're frenemies. They're like pretending that they're not enemies. Or like someone that you have like a, you know, rivalry with but at the end of the day like you don't hate you don't hate them yeah to to use a disney channel example i would say bonnie rockwaller and kim possible like they don't like each other but kim will save bonnie when when she's dating yeah you know they she helps out um but so but that goes back to the book what i was talking about it's called frenemies and it is basically the plot of the two friends hurt against each other Whatever. And that's what I don't understand is if they had that title. Which they clearly fucking loved because they made Zendaya say it 400 times. So I don't know if they had that title and then were like, oh, we should just come up with other versions of frenemies or something. And so they tacked so on their two their first others. one was a boy like, and his dog? Why would you open with that? But like, Why would they start with but that here's the, And here's the thing. And this is my other theory is that I like, so my two theories about why this movie is the way it is, is that they had a bunch of reject scripts for movies that were like, or shows or whatever that were basically these three stories and they're like, yeah, we'll stick them somewhere, whatever. That was thought one. Thought two is that I don't know what was going on with Zendaya and Bella Thorne, but I feel like this was pitched as the Zendaya Bella Thorne project after Shake It Up got really popular. And then I don't know if like they were too busy to shoot all of it. And so they were like, I mean, this was at the tail end of Shake It Up. So Shake It Up ran from, I did, I was looking at this earlier, 2010 to 2013. Okay. Okay. So that was the Shake It Up era. So this is probably going into the last season of Shake It Up, Mm -hmm. trying to capitalize why they still had them both. I think Thorne bounces after 2013 mm. and he's out she, she will stay on the disney channel for a while doing casey undercover sure which is her different zendaya solo will. show will. bella farm bounces so this really is probably their one project that's the two of them yeah well no it definitely is is they were like these two are very popular we have a good show let's make a movie out of it but i don't understand the choice to be like if that's why this movie got made which is what it feels like because they are the main characters uh spoiler alert i don't understand why the choice was they can only be in some of it 
because like yes. they, they are inserted into they all the pieces. They deserved a better vehicle. They deserved a much better vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to what you said about opening with the boy and his dog, which we'll get to in a second, do you not think the better version is open with the girl, boy and his dog, and then end on Zendaya and Bella Thorne? It's hard because no, no version of it is yeah, good. Yeah, I'm with you. But I was surprised that Zendaya and Bella Thorne were in the middle when they're the main characters. You think you'd end well, with that. Well, the problem with this... Because it makes F- the last one feel like nothing. F- and it is nothing, but so is the rest I of the I literally movie. turned out so, tuned out so hard by the last one. The problem with this fucking movie, number one, is that it is just so sloppily put together. As I referenced earlier, it's like me trying to fit in a pair of jeans from college. They're just ham-fisting their way into this, like common thread thing they don't even but they don't even do the work to make it make sense mm-hmm. where it's like in the first vignette the savannah girl and this is why i actually do think you're right and i think it was three different scripts and i think they just were like oh we'll just make savannah the same girl in script one and script two but like she comes up and she's like oh aren't you jake like a science guy they don't fucking they know do. each other they and don't. then they by don't. the third vignette they've been in like, love since third i have been in love with you since the fourth grade fourth or whatever and then i was like what in the fuck it's is actively going a on? continuity error actively Act- huge one ha- massively we see the meat we see the meat for the first time <laughs> also this how big is this fucking high school nobody, nobody knows each other no 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 you either nobody knows each other or someone knows everybody the like, bella thorne knows a girl that doesn't go to their school and i was like how do you know who that is um, but like nobody knows zendaya and bella thorne and they arguably are the two most annoying bitches they, on the i <laughs> i hated them so much and it's because they have to insert them in the other stories so you're just watching so it makes no sense when they pop in no it's scary i got it was like a jump scare i was like oh god there i did here. appreciate her pulling the first that scarf off and i was like get it off yeah let's just get into it you'll understand as we go through um now i'm gonna say guys the plot summary wait no no before oh. we start i want to say really quickly i'm, I'm just because i want to know going in um what do you think is the worst vignette Oh, the last one. Absolutely. No, that's the last one. It's yeah, the last it's one. The la- and that's one. not any, that's not like, and it's just because it's And I don't know if it's because of it being bad or if it's because I was so exhausted at this point and by the end I no, was like, are that, you fucking kidding me? And they're also just doing like an 80s movie. They're doing they, like trading. No, they're doing the Princess Prince and the Pauper. Yeah. But, but, but also, but no, what it is, it's like what I'm saying is that if you put the main one, quote unquote, in the middle, the one after that feels entirely inconsequential. And it's like, what's weird is the movie itself feels like it knows that was inconsequential. That one just feels like they're just, they're going through the motions. They're like, all right, here's what you would expect to see in this kind of story. If and we're done. this was an actual good movie, it, it would start with- No, the, I would say if this was just a movie. If this was a movie, it would, this is how I would fix this movie. And it still would be bad. Trust me, I can't, I'm not a miracle worker. But I would start with the Princess and the Pauper one and set up the character of Savannah. Mom, Absolutely. And have her- and then, and you still have to use, I guess, obviously to make this fucking work, you have to use Zendaya and Bella Thorne. But make like, them like friends or something. Make so them friends a, with her. Yeah, like exactly. this happened, we didn't think or would happen make, to us, but then it happened to our friend Savannah. Oh yeah, make it. Make, Even though the girl, or well, she didn't Bella know. Bella Thorne, the other Emma's friend and, and Zendaya knows Savannah, whatever. Something. Something. Start with her so then you learn she has the crush on Nick Robinson. You are introduced to Nick Robinson loosely through this Princess and the Pauper narrative. There is nothing more jarring than this movie opening up with Zendaya and Bella Thorne giving us some overall narration about their lives and which we'll talk about in a second, and then cutting to an entire, you know, a boy we don't know no. <laughs> who gets a dog fart straight to the face, which happens. Like, he's not kidding. Also, nothing's more jarring than him going, um, <laughs> my notes on this are so funny. I was like, I was like, this dog, this, this kid, Oh, this kid Jake was almost frenemied by his dog. They also make frenemy a verb. It's not a verb. Was frenemied by his dog. And I might just read the note. Am I going to have to watch this kid have drama? That's up with his dog. (laughs) 
Like, um, how much frenemying can happen with a dog? It's a great question, which is why I okay. feel like this was a script that was jackhammered into. Back to fixing the movie. I just want to get through this and then we can start the plot. I think you start with the Prince and the Pauper. I think you it, it slowly intro Nick Robinson. Yeah. You do that whole thing. You learn about Savannah, how she's a tomboy and has the brothers and whatever, blah, blah, blah. All that jazz. You don't have to have that ending party. No. No, you don't have to do anything. Well, you do if you need a dance number. Okay, well, I'm thinking I'm going to get to the dance number. So you do the All the stories need to converge at the dance. That's yeah. what needs to happen. Yep. And so it's like you, you, you get all of that. They do help each other, like, you know... She helps break up with the snotty boyfriend. She's like, you know, Jake actually likes you. But then you get to the the Jake and his dog story. And it's like, oh, everything was going great. But now this bitch has come in. <laughs> <laughs> and this, this oh, that girl is so beautiful, by the way. Um, we'll talk about this it. This bitch comes in. She's blowing up Savannah's spot. Yada, yada, yada. I don't even fucking remember how Bella Thorne and Zendaya are tied into that so, one. So they're not. That's the, they're <laughs> the, that's the least the one they have the thread in. because so. They, but then you get to Zendaya and Bella Thorne to their piece. Which is the main and one. then you have the ending set piece be that concert thing oh the concert's that, a good you know what I'm one saying? yeah like I, have I like it be that. the concert thing that's when they come together and we're gonna write we're gonna pitch a story together you get the end where they could hire none of them but the, at the concert you're having nick robinson and savannah come together you're having the girl you like break up with her whatever it is like you're having all the stories converge they all go to the concert or something now i do i do need to say because we were calling a lot of people by their real names emma did you not recognize who savannah was of course it did. Yeah. Emma's, more, Emma's mortal enemy. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> I, I was not going to let you get away with this. Um, I hate the girl in Cobra Kai. Like, Mary, I, her name is Mary Mouser. I will say, I did not hate her in this. No, it's not. I mean, she's fine. She doesn't probably have enough time to make me hate her, but like, she's fine. And I also want to say, like, I don't have anything against her personally in Cobra Kai. I have something personally against the way she so, is dressed in Cobra Emma, Kai. Emma, there is not a single woman let, that works on that show. Let's that, also address this, is that Emma does not watch Cobra Kai. I watch I've Cobra Kai. I've watched the first two seasons. You forced me to watch <laughs> I them. didn't know you were just in the room. You've actively been protesting against And them. every time I walk in, I like, see the most horrible tank top I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, that's the like, thing. Emma, leave. Emma comes, like, to be punished because she cannot handle the fashion. Who's doing her fucking hair but, on that show? But this is Sam from Cobra Kai, uh, Daniel's daughter, uh, if they do her pretty dirty on this movie too. They like, do. She's in some really fucking ugly clothes, and they don't do it to every girl. The other girls look fine. Well, they also just make her like gross at the end, where she like never uses a napkin. Yeah, I was like, was this part was of it? it? No, I don't know. I like that she was just a skater girl. Yeah, like, just leave it there. They started just like throwing other adjectives on her. They're like artsy skater girl. No. Like she's artsy. <laughs> at what point do you see And she's that? tough. She's got guns. You know. Getting into the plot. They start with the narration, and I knew we were in for and a an, world. And a, a terrible CGI iPad. A CGI iPad of a website a called... A CGI iPad. A CGI called Access Teens, which sounds like something else. And it's like, what What are they supposed to be on? Access Teens, and it pulls up Zendaya's, like, student ID. And they're going through their <laughs> webazine? What is that? <laughs> Emma, you worked in the pr in print media. You were, worked for a teen magazine. Is that a term that has ever no, been No, I've never heard it. I had to rewind to hear it one more time. Because I forget. There's a like, thing called a zine, but that's yeah. like something that's totally different. It's Webazine is not a thing. Because, like, um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but a magazine that's on the internet is just a website. That's or just a digital, a website. I would call it a digital publication. If it was some, but no, but like, if it was something you're physically reading, yes, but it's like, hey, look at all these articles. Like, that's a website. A website. That's a website. A digital publication, I would News say. News website. Sure. Uh, but it's... Ugh, Media God. site. Like, there's a... 
A webazine is not a fucking thing. The narration was so heavy handed. I was like, we're fucking in trouble. She's like, hey, I'm Hallie. This is my best friend, the cute redhead. And then I was like, wait, are two people talking? Like Bella Thorne comes in, but their voices also, don't sound different enough. Yeah. Also, the funny thing is Zendaya does most of the talking in the beginning and they have- They switched they, to Bella Thorne. Yeah, they, but they have Bella Thorne as the one holding the iPad, which is really confusing because Zendaya is black. And oh, so there's, a, a, there's a white handle in that I'm like, are you trying to tell me that that's Zendaya? Well, it, it also not. shows Zendaya's Yeah, it, it looks like she's the one. Anyway, also you can't not say what Bella Thorne's name is. Avalon. <laughs> Avalon Green. To be fair, that's from the book. From what I, the, the, from the light research I did, this did not seem like a quality and publication. They're like, and they're like, we make this webzine called Geekly Chic. And I was Terrible. like, called what? I do realize later by the time they get to their story, like, it's because Hallie's a geek and Avalon's chic. One of them is a nerdy writer and one of them is a fashion guru. Yes, I guess. But also they don't even explain that though. They don't. I, and also, why am I doing more work than this fucking movie? And I'm sorry, but it seems like Zendaya is doing ninety percent of the work on this website. Like, she, oh, absolutely. Like, like, she I'm should not, be the editor. I'm, I'm one hundred percent right. Like, it's not even a question. But they're like, we're best friends. We run this thing, but not we. We thought we'd always get along until we almost ended up as frenemies. But and it, then it goes. But you gotta see the story. Yeah, about but, this but hang on. Before we get to that, you know what? This reminds me of Bella Thorne. Um, we should talk about our friend. Jake, who almost got frenemied by his dog. Ah. And I said, we're going to have to watch this kid have drama with his dog. And then Luke is also not fucking kidding. We then hard cut to, the, to him in bed and the dog just rips his ass. <laughs> the mom's like, Jake, get up for school. And he's like still asleep and the dog like starts scratching at him. And then so the dog goes, I know what'll wake him up and farts in his, face. Ass in his face. And what's strange is this is never really brought up as a negative. He like gets up and goes, oh, Murray, that reeks. But then it appears that this is what happens every single day. This kid wakes up up with a dog fart promptly in the face. My guy, buy an alarm clock or build one. You're apparently a super genius. Um, Nick Robinson is great, though. If you guys don't know who Nick Robinson is, um, he is the kid from Love, Simon. He was also in this really good series called Love, Simon. He is the titular Simon. Simon. It sounded like he said, like, Love Island. And I was like, they have kids on that (laughs) show? No, he's 27. Um, But he is in Love, Simon. He's also in Jurassic World, the first one only, I think. Oh, Um, yeah. And he's also in Made. I don't know. I I love him. I think he's actually a very good young actor. And we, as we know, as I've said before, we are desperate for more young actors. We can't have Timothy Chalamet in literally everything. Um, But I love Nick Robinson. Wonka coming to theaters soon. Oh, my fucking God. Remember when movie stars used to make good, fun movies? Oh, I have to go watch hot guys sing weird Oompa Loompa things. So you're complaining, but you are going to go see it? Oh, absolutely. I'm going to go see it. What else? am I gonna go see? Um, but he comes downstairs and we get a shot. He's eating cereal and his dog Murray um, is eating out of his doggy bowl. Like they're right next to the other, table. Like, right on the counter. And I wanted to die when the mom comes over and goes, gee, I never would guess that you two are best, best friends. friends. And I just wanted so to. So heavy handed. Uh, I'm not gonna. Also, I want to say something really problematic. I don't think this mom should be normalizing that dog being his best friend. It's I don't like the dog they... is way too integral a part of this house. I don't... The dog's holding this family The dog, together. yeah, the dog is picking up paint samples and getting the mail like i'm like i don't think and she's like that's your best friend and i'm like 
I don't know. He's like 16. They should maybe he should be yeah, having like, a, listen, a, a I, human friend. I don't want. Yeah, I don't want to get heat because I, I I admit I'm a cat person, but I love dogs. I don't want to catch heat for this. But like a kid saying, "Oh, this dog, my dog best friend is my dog." Like that's cute and fun. But that's not but how this is reading. That's not that's how, not it's how this is reading. It's like that is your best friend. And, and I'm like, also, I'm gonna say this: the dog has like human level intelligence. Oh, the dog is. This was actually a magical realism movie. Like this dog is absolutely. At one point, did you love the line where the the bitch girl goes you're like one of those dogs they train for movies and i was like well guess what he is <laughs> he is and i do i do want to address this because i did say there's no good performances the dog that plays murray is doing a pretty solid job yeah. but and, and again why did they wash that dog it's so it dirty. gets so dirty throughout the film but also i do want to say i think much like the human actors excuse me his fellow actors i think the dog is underperforming because of the direction i think the director is but really very not want to insult the dog by calling him the dog actor Yes, uh, they're all actors. They put it. They're all actors, baby. They're oh. all putting a lot of amazing work. Like just the dialogue, you guys. It's straight up. It's there's not one subtle piece of dialogue in the whole thing. Where she's like, um, I know you're waiting for that space thingy from NASA. What, what? the fuck? And then so yeah, he says like, did the mail come? And she goes, you're waiting for your blah 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 from NASA. And he goes, um, actually, it's a certificate of excellence in the field of astrophysics or some nonsense. It's like, like molecular it. astrophysics. We see says. it later. It's like sec. You won second place. I think his mom printed that off the computer. I would believe that. <laughs> she, we don't see it arrive in the mail. She hands it to him. She does, and it says like you won second prize in like a science fair. It's not what he said at all. I don't know what happened there. Uh, There's like massive continuity mirrors all throughout this movie. Mirrors? So, <laughs> might, I don't know. <laughs> But then, then he runs to school, and this was just mean. He's making his dog push his the dog. The, his backpack has like a little roller contraption on it. Like that's so how you, you know he's a loser, though. He has a roller backpack. Well, well it's a roller loser. backpack and a strap. You can do both. Like it's not just a roller. Anybody backpack. that has also, a backpack with wheels was a loser. That's a Taylor McKessie slander. I'm just saying. Are you coming for Taylor McKessie on this podcast? I'm saying right? it, it was it was for more intellectually minded students. Oh, okay. That had walk, a roller backpack. Walking your statements back. All right. Um, um, but, the, but the, so the thing is, is it's got little wheels on the side, but then also it's got a little handle for you to drag, but instead of him dragging it, the dog is like walking it. upright. And I'm like, why would you make your dog do that? It's going to move at like negative I mile said, why an would hour. He make him do that? And then he's like, Hey fucker, you can't come to school with me. And I'm like, why doesn't the dog know we can't come to school? It seems like, it's, it seems like this is your everyday. Day, yeah. You wake up hot fart right to the face <laughs> uh, and go about your merry day. Cause then we cut into science class. Science class. And we learn he is like... Also, your first assignment, teacher says, is this the first fucking day of school? I don't know. Who cares? It's, <laughs> I'm the, 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 he was like, bring your first assignment. Do you think at this point I was so interested like, enough to pay attention to And I was like, things. these people all seem to know each other. Actually, no one knows each other. I, I hate this high school. Well, yeah. So that's the thing is he's like a super nerd. We find out he's like basically but a genius. But are those other guys his friends? I couldn't tell. I thought no at first. But then he's like, I've been ignoring you guys for this no, school. And I was like... Yeah. And then also this? later on, they seem to know a massive amount about his life so i was like oh i guess you guys are friends you only learn like one of the i think one of them is owen and yeah. i don't think you learn the other that's who originally wants to partner up with him is yeah because the teacher gives them a project to discover a new energy source or something like look into alternate energy sources and his friend next to him quote unquote friend is like hey let's partner up and he goes no last time we did this i ended up doing all the work and he was like well i just was so amazed of your talents i stood in awe and he goes, no, we're not doing that. So he goes and partners up with his other dumb friend. And then who sashays across the Well, I did like this about Owen, I will say. Um, I, the braces? The braces. I said, I like when kids in these movies have braces. And I appreciated like, the braces representation. And it's not like a joke. Like, they don't, like, make him a loot. Like, they're not, like, 
Like it, the uh, example, I, I always think of Eunice, and she's the man who has like headgear and stuff. Like she, that's like a punchline. Like this kid just has braces, and it's not really addressed. Like everyone had fucking braces, and I like the braces representation. I also appreciated the braces representation. But who does not have braces? This gorgeous girl. Who is this woman? Emma, can you name that character? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, Olivia. Marianne. Julianne. Julianne. <laughs> I was thinking of Gilligan's Island. We immediately get the sense from her entrance. This is like a hot, popular girl. I can tell that by looking at her. She's and gorgeous. She, Why does this girl let in more stuff? And she comes over and is like, hey, Jake, man, this is like a crazy project. I tried, I did a group project and last time they made me do all the work. It sucks, right? And he's like, yeah, I hate when that happens. And she goes, I mean, we could partner up, but I'm sure you already have a partner. And he goes, no, actually, yeah, let's absolutely do it. Unless you think that would be like totally lame. And she goes, no, no, I'll come by your house later uh, and we'll work on it later today. They have, I want to keep this in mind, guys. They have two weeks to make this project. Uh, yeah. And, and the, everyone acts like it is due tomorrow. tomorow. And they it need is, to spend every night of the next waking second together. Like they need to be chained to the freaking grindstone to get this thing done. But then Owen and whatever the guy are like, yo, Julianne's talking to Jake. They are immediately, they're immediately like, he, she's so into him. And I yes. was like, obviously she's using him. Obviously. Uh, there's no for one second that I believe that she was into him. No. And because it's, yeah, I mean, whatever. It's a movie for children that were watching as adults. Obviously we're going to pick up on things like this easier. But then immediately... Yeah. Because this movie has no time to be paced, um, we cut right to the home and and she hisses at the dog like a cat. She, what the fuck was that? There, I feel like I want to say this, and I don't want it to come off as sounding strange, even though it will. Is that she picks this fight the with the dog, dog? The dog is fine until she's the one who's like, "Oh, we have a problem." She sir. sees the dog in the hallway and goes. <laughs> And I'm like, why would a human woman ever hiss at a dog? I don't dog? understand this woman at all. But he goes and sits down and like looks at the computer and starts talking about like, let me do some and research. And she's on about the phone five feet away with her best friend and is like, yeah, I'm with this loser. Like she's mm -hmm. like, where? where are I was you? so mad we didn't get to see more of these mean girlfriends. They're in the background yeah, that of the girl final was honestly scene. Honestly, giving a I, lot. Well, of I love some good mean girlfriends. And on her phone call, she was pretty good. When she yeah, was like, yeah. Why didn't I think of using a loser to <laughs> get this size project done? And then like they also say she's like, oh, he's, she's at Jake's house, and they go. There's a sale at Jake's house? Yeah. Like, because they're shopping. And yeah, she just gives away the ghost that, uh... She's like, yeah, I'm using him. Using this, get a, a choice A in this science class. Um, I'm gonna ride it to Easy Street, whatever. But yeah, there's just, like, never any... Like, I understand this is for children, and they need to make things pretty obvious. Mm -hmm. There's just never any narrative tension. Like, no. even, like, 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 I was like, like, if you wanted to create a bit of narrative tension, you would be like, wait for her to fully have that phone call for a few scenes later. Like, they give up the ghost immediately. I also want to say, I usually endeavor to pay very solid attention to these films as I'm watching them. This one, I, I had, like, barely I had the subtitles <laughs> on. I was like, did I miss anything? No. I like, I was basically reading this movie more than I was watching it. Um, and I, I think that's the only way you can get Also, if they it. lock the dog out of the room. It, but yeah, because the dog overhears the conversation and then is like, okay. And the dog, as we know, sentient. Sentient. Can understand human yes. language. It's a shaggy dog situation where he was a person in another life. I think that was actually Nick Robinson's dad. He was transformed into the shaggy dog. I always wondered where the dad was. Because there's not a dad. He's the dog. I think he's the dog. I think there's a seat. This is a backdoor pilot to the shaggy dog. <laughs> Who's in that? Was it Tim, Tim Allen? Allen. The shaggy yeah. dog. I mean, obviously. In this Isn't day. it a dad gets transformed into a shaggy dog? It is, yes. But I don't remember what it is in the. It's like a, there's a 60s version. I don't know if that's what it is. But in the Tim Allen one, that's what it is. <laughs> anyway. um, Yeah, he understands human language. He turns on her and then, like, you know, is giving her the business. And yeah, he dog won't let her business. sit down. Yeah. Um, 
And then the mom Nick. comes in and is like, here's your dumb certificate. Yes. She also does not seem surprised that a, her son has a girl in his room and did not tell his and mom. And they also closed the door. Yeah, No, they have the door open. Did I they? I, I was like, is the door going to be closed? It was open. But no, when she walks up through the hallway, Murray is like, the, in the Murray hall- is the dog, yes. is laying down looking sad. Murray's like in the hallway because they blocked him out of the room because he was given yeah. Julianne dog business. And she's looking at... And Do you this, just find the phrase dog business funny? Yeah, it's really funny. Um, and then mom comes up and says, one of the another worst lines in the fucking movie goes, Murray, what's wrong? You just lost your best friend. This mom is like, awful. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Terrible performance. Yeah, that's exactly and what's again, happening. And again, Show, don't tell. We don't need you to say that. And again, I, we're going to say everybody has a bad performance. We always say it's not the actor's fault. It's what they're told to do. There's a million things that go into bad performance. And I, all that is true, but God, it's so bad. The the only the best actor in this segment is the dog. In this segment? In the segment, who's a better actor than the dog? Thank you. Anyway, uh, and she's like, oh, cool, a girl. All right, interesting. Um, There's not really anything else to it other than show that he has a certificate now. Because we, now we cut to the dog park where he, for some reason, drags Julianne. I do the dog park. I don't know why she needed to come Because dogs along. need exercise. Yeah, but like, why is she involved in that? Apparently, know. she's doing re- supposed to be doing research. For in, the project. But she's reading a fashion magazine. Behind a science magazine. Yeah, so classic. 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 And he's like, have you found any good? She's like, yeah, Espadrilles are back. Sure. They use that word a lot. They say Espadrilles like four times. I think that was the one fashion word they knew. By the way, Espadrilles will never be back. I don't Um, even know what that is. But then he is- I also sound like Julianne. I'm like, could they like not clean the dog's face whiskers? It has like brown stains all over it. Uh, But they're cleaning the dog. They're They're not cleaning the dog. They're playing with the dog. They're playing fetch with the dog. So what is the thread of, did you not think that the mom painting the dead was going to come back in some way? Because they talk about it so much. And then she picks this color that the dog picked out and she's like Murray I, this looks great I, and I'm like Murray's gonna destroy the den or something I like. maintain that she didn't cause the thing we see is called <laughs> poodle pink and she is not painting anything pink it's like, really light pink it's, you can't tell I think the cameras didn't pick it up right uh, but I thought that was gonna circle back and give no. it a spill Emma they don't have time for that thought, this is a 30 minute segment I'm just so used to that Kyle Massey movie Life is Rough I was looking for more oh, messy God. dog business I never thought in my life, I would beg for some more of Life is Rough. Dog but business. But here's the thing about Life is Rough. It's at least a story. Yeah. It's at least a developed story. So. She throws the ball really hard because she wants to get Murray very far away from her. Okay, wait. This was one of the worst lines of the movie. And there, this is a power ranking because there are some real fucking stinkers in yeah. this one. But I specifically wrote down the ones that I was like, holy shit. He, they get to the dog park and he goes, oh, it's Beyonce, Murray's girlfriend. Yeah. A poodle. That, and he's oh, like sorry. sniffing yawning. this poodle's ass. Yeah. Yeah, it's a poodle, which is why he likes poodle paint. Murray's an ass man. <laughs> I think aren't all dogs by definition. So basically he's like, don't you want to like do work on this project? He starts to get wise. Oh yeah, this is first. After she like, you know, they're staying on the bench and she's like, don't you want to like have this She goes, oh, like, no, I, I do. I just like, I find it really hard to think around you. Like, you're just so cute. And basically it's like scamming him saying, I like you and that's why I can't work on this project and need you to do it. And I like, but I bet you already have a girlfriend, your own little poodle. And that was when I was like, this movie deserves to be sent straight to the gulag. And, <laughs> And he was like, no, I don't, no poodles for me. And I was like, yeah, oh, straight to the hog. He did and say it, that. It, it, it was such bad, bad, bad dialogue. And then they agreed to be boyfriend, girlfriend. Yeah, that's the thing that got me here is that like, I don't know if it's because again, there's no time, but I was expecting her to do like a, uh, you know, like a continually flirty thing. Like always just as, as how I met your mother says, always having him on the hook, but never reeling him in kind of a yes. thing. But no, she just immediately goes, you're my boyfriend now. I'm your girlfriend, even though we've been talking for, you know, an hour. But she gets the ball from Murray, throws it really hard. And who does it run into? 
But Sam from Cobra Kai Wearing in this, in this film called ugliest, Savannah. The, some of the ugliest plaid converse and fugliest hoodie I've ever seen in my life. But a helmet, of course, because she's skateboarding. I said, this is the girl from Cobra Kai. Will someone ever dress her well? No, that's her curse. I'm not, that's her, her, her Greek mythological curse. There's also a couple of fucking heinous lines right after this. She brings the dog back to them. On a skateboard, on a which sk- is why I think that was pretty good. I'm here for Listen, Murray on a skateboard. I, you know I actually thought was the best part of this movie? If I have to Murray find something nice to say. The skateboard business. The Murray on the skateboard. Then at the end when they do the choreography with the skateboard. That was, the, that was great. That, well, it was out of nowhere, but it was solid. It made no sense. No, but it was something. And then they all have skate written on the bottom of it. It was very... Why? No, dude, because shake it up, Emma. Shake it up. That's all you get. I thought I was going to say frenemies when they lifted them up. Oh, that would be um, a lot. But um, anyway, uh, she comes over, you know, is like, oh, this is the coolest they dog. They meet for the, the first, first time. time. I want to be very clear. <laughs> she says, don't you like a science guy? He's like, oh, I'm Savannah. So they vaguely know each other. Because they go you... to the same school. So they, they... But this school bus has 6,000 students per grade. Because no one knows each other. No, this is the Zendaya most densely populated. Zendaya and are wreaking havoc with this webzine on the students of this school. No. And no one knows are, their name. They are not. No one reads it <laughs> except for their mom or Zendaya's <laughs> mom. spends a lot of time on the internet. Yeah, which sounds sad when you say it like that. And Julian immediately gets like protective. Which is weird because it's fake. It, like it's like this, you don't even like this guy. It's like, like she's like, I know I'm lying, but I do need to assert my dominance. She's like, this is my boyfriend, because you can kind of tell they're My boyfriend. Vibing. My boyfriend, so you can kind of tell like they're vibing uh, a little bit, Nick Robinson and Girl from Cobra Kai. And Savannah. And so they're Or Mary Mouser. He looks to her, Julianne, his girlfriend, and says, I like her. Ago. She was like Tony Hawk. But prettier. Yeah. That's a line someone wrote. It's also not true. Tony Hawk's a beautiful man. Also, then Julianne looks at him and goes, more like Tony Gawk. And I said, whoever wrote this movie should be shot. And I don't want them to die. That also just doesn't make sense. But they but should be at least be mortally shot. Like like something something very, very bad should happen to them. No, I just think they should have to introduce themselves as that every time they walk into a room. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charlie. I wrote Frenemies. Charlie, I wrote Frenemies. Yeah, no, thank you. because that's not good enough because no one's seen Frenemies. Every time they walk into a room, that clip should play behind <laughs> them on a screen. Where he says, like Tony Hawk, only prettier. And she goes, more like Tony Gawk. And then, what the fuck and then does just, that And then he just changes a sign that points at him and it just goes, he wrote, he wrote that. that. He wrote that. Um, but what I loved about this though is Savannah leaves and while doing so, she does like skateboard tricks. She does like an ollie doll and stuff. Oh, and I was like, she didn't have to do that. She was just stunting on him. Like, yeah. That was just a show off. Um, so we cut to the next day. What happens? He gets a dog fart straight to the face. And then he's wearing six shirts and a so, scarf. So yeah, he's like, I have a, I have a girlfriend now. I got to start. I mean, call me ranch because I got to start dressing. I got to be dressing. I got to be dressing because I have a girlfriend now. This was, I thought, the only joke in this movie that worked for me was he put on this scarf and comes downstairs and his mom sees it and she's like whoa like what's going on and it's like are you wearing my scarf and he goes it's a guy's scarf and the mom goes they make guys scarves <laughs> and that was the one i was like that's a good joke that was decent Remember, that was decent. that being said i feel like this is a weird joke like it's one of those jokes that i feel like disney channel can't make because they would because absolutely they, wrap a scarf they would absolutely it. dress they want to dress him like that normally if he was playing like a shane gray in camp rock they're character, resisting their basis like, like no it's like they're trying it's like wouldn't it be funny if he dressed like this and i'm like you dress people like that yeah, all the time it. we have the receipts uh, also, then, then he goes to school. He's well, he, well, he misses breakfast with Murray. He doesn't oh have God. breakfast next the to Murray. Shouldn't be eating at the table. It's really gross. I don't know why you do that. Disgusting. But also, <laughs> I hate this. Video. Before he leaves, what slides through the mail slot, Emma? A love letter from Julianne. When did why? she put that in the mail? I have no idea. How long has she been planning this? There's so many 
plot holes. None of it makes sense. Uh, but Murray, because as we said, he gets the junk mail. He he knows what mail is ma- real mail and what is junk mail. Because he can read. Because he did. They say that. They say at one point he can read. Um, <laughs> he he picks up. He's Sof- totally his dad. He picks up Julianne's love letter and instead of putting it in the recycling with the junk mail, he puts it in the toilet. Because he can smell her perfume on it. Yes. That's an important key fact here. I can't fucking hate it. I can't have to explain this. This this was one of my. And then so he goes to school. He's all mad about Murray acting up, whatever. This was one of my favorite lines is he's at his locker and his two guy friends, quote unquote, come over. They're like, yo, look at that outfit. Totally cracking. What does that mean? What does that mean in this context? You mean when Julianne comes together and goes, you look so fly? Uh, well, no, because first... Who inserts himself into the narrative? <laughs> like the fucking Babadook. Bella Dorn, Bella Thorne, and Zendaya pop up out of nowhere. And they literally go, do you know those girls? And Nick Robinson's like, no. no. I have no idea who these women are. They've been dead for four years. Like, Their like spirits also, walk like, the halls. Like, make him, like, friends with Zendaya's brother or something. Like, some sort of loose connective tissue. Like, they're just strangers who come up to him and go, oh. And she goes, oh, no, my fashion senses are tingling. Untuck this. And one of the only good lines in this movie is she goes, how long have you been on scarves? Like, it's a drug. <laughs> and he's like, I just started. And she, like, takes it off and fixes his shirts and ruffles his hair. And I also, I do, like, we get a reference, like, no one's doing scarves. Not even Zac Efron's wearing them anymore. Efron. On ref. And then he goes, I read it in an article and she goes, was it in your dentist's office? Those, those are never those up Those are never up to date. And I was like, okay, I guess that's not bad. And then Julian comes up and says, you look so fly. Yeah. And that's when I said, I gotta, I gotta get, take a break. <laughs> I, I was, this movie made me dangerously close to taking up smoking. I was like, I need a cigarette. Like I. <laughs> yeah. After she zhuzhes him up, Julianne comes up and was like, oh my gosh, my new boyfriend looking so hot. Anyway, let's get working on that project. And I'm like, Julianne, it's been one day. You it's have, due in two weeks. Have two full weeks you don't need to she's really cracking the whip on this boy maybe it's because she realizes this ruse isn't gonna last and she's got to get the product out of him very quickly which just doesn't make sense but whatever they should not have given it this long of a deadline i this movie it's just so there's so many mistakes that are so easily fixed uh but then it cuts immediately to after school because they uh, come back to his house to work on the project and julianne is wearing a six inch platform pump (laughs) from school and i was like what is going on and murray has like that's when they're painting the den that's when they're painting the den yes but they go up to Jake's room and Murray has destroyed it uh, out of anger. And he put paint on the chair that Julian sits on. Yes, that also She happens. destroys her skirt. And oh, because yeah, the mom like lost a, pan- a can of paint while she was painting downstairs. Uh, but he's like, well, at least you didn't tear up my NASA certificate. That's the thing I care about <laughs> most in life. And so Julian is uh, like, aha, I know what to do. So she takes the certificate. Sprays and, it with her perfume. Well, the next day, while she goes on a jog, she's wearing a full jog. How does she, she steal it? She just takes it. Who cares? The room's already destroyed. Um, she also is such a bad fake jogger. Did you notice? Oh, bad? she's her terrible. Fake terrible. It terrible. Was, it terrible. Was like her hands, her wrists, where she was flailing at the wrist. I was like, she's not even pretending. Is anyone even looking? I don't know. She's walking. Um, But yeah, she just walks up to their house, sprays her perfume on the certificate, and then slides it through the mail slot like it's the mail. Murray, despite, you know, he didn't take the time to read it. That's his fault. We all know he can read. Um, He just takes <laughs> That's it. That's what I'm saying. The constant the can the dog read or not? I, yeah, I, I, well, I think he was so furious. The, the smell got him so bad. He's like, I don't even need to read this. I know exactly what it is. This fucking cunt again. <laughs> <laughs> that was Murray said it, not me. But yeah, Murray, very uncool woman. Um, <laughs> he goes, he puts it in the toilet and Jake Banner just to catch it, but it's all like got holes in it. And it's wet and all that stuff. He's like, and he screams, he screams, dog. I never want to see you again. He goes like full Beauty and the Beast in the West Wing. Like, yes. Get out. I never want to see you again. The dog goes running. My man Murray got the hops though. He, he jumps over the fence like a bat out of hell. He's pounding the pavement through this town. And I town. said his paws are so dirty. Why didn't they They walk? get so dirty. 
Um, he takes off running. He runs into Savannah. Savannah's like, Murray, that Escape nice dog brain. I met. I, that nice dog I met. Um, what are you doing? Are you lost? Well, you can come home with me. Uh, that's really not how finding a lost dog should work. You should no. probably take him to she animal control. She knows the owner. She does. She knows. They met. Well, I mean, she gives him a note the next In day at school. I get that. School. I get that. But I, you no, know. she tapes a weird portrait to his Why doctor? did she paint that portrait of him? What was, I was going to bring that up when we got there. It's that very, was so funny. Emma, she's artsy, remember? I forgot. Uh, she, she's she was artsy. artsy. Oh, they did They did thread that needle. Um, but anyway, then we have this weird scene with the mom and Nick Robinson where he's working on the project in like the dark well, he, well, kitchen. He, he, first he hangs, this is important later, he hangs the diploma up to dr- out to dry and like try and repair it. And he notices a whiff of something on his fingers. But then he's working on the project and the mom tries to have a... Maybe the worst heart to heart I've ever seen. Murray's you're just gone. I don't know. You like you should care about him. You guys are best friends. He goes, We're enemies. enemies. And then the mom goes, more like frenemies. I hate this fucking movie so much. And Murray chooses to do this to And herself. she's like, and the mom's like, she's like, he's your best friend. And I'm like, I don't think you should be encouraging his best friend to be a dog. He needs human friends. It's also just weird because she's treating it like they like broke up. And I'm like, it's a dog. I like, I understand he has human level intelligence, but there's only so much it can do when you're working with a dog here. Absolutely. The dog ran away. I don't know what you want. Also, to... it's really fucked. They don't go like looking for the dog. No. They're, well, just, I think like, they... they're like waiting for him to return home on his own accord. I guess because he's like sentient and yeah. human. They're just like, he will come back. And I'm like, will he come back? Like, I don't, I don't feel very confident in it. And then. Will we cut to Savannah's house? And Under a room's a fucking disaster. Our whole life is a disaster. Okay. We see that later. Um, and so it was so messy. And without yeah. the context, because I think these are in the wrong order. They are. Without the, the context of her having like that four brothers and the crazy life, like I was like, what the fuck's happening here? <laughs> but she's sitting on her bed with Murray, and she has the yearbook open. And she's like, I have a big crush on him. To like the science club thing, and I'm like, she's first of all talking to her cr- about her crush with the dog. With the dog. And she's like, I. And she says, don't tell him. Don't tell him. And I go, didn't she not who know he was like? A day ago? Well, no, I think... Well, I think it's like what we were talking about. You can kind of know somebody at school or then just meet him and be like, oh, I love his dog. I think he's really cute. I think you could have a crush after just meeting him. Like, you were just saying, like, I have kind of a crush. I liked his vibe, whatever. I'm fine. I don't have a problem with that. I also don't know how big is this school. Literally, no one knows each other. It seems not. And it's like... But that's the thing. Shut it's Julian a, has three boyfriends at, at the same high school. Yes. No one... It's a... It's a how nameless How big place. is this school? Nameless, faceless. But that's the thing is that I don't understand. Jake is a science nerd. Yeah. Why would she? I understand she's like nervous around boys or whatever. That's fine. But like, why is she like, oh my gosh, Jake, I've had the biggest crush on him my entire life. He's a like, fucking loser. He's a roller backpack. And a dog for a best friend. Like, <laughs> what, I, why, why, you can't act like he's some big heartthrob. But anyway, the next day at school, Savannah sees Julianne going up to another guy mm-hmm. and to asking about, or no, in the lunch line. Well, first. hang on, Emma, before that, I have to say, we see a scene of Jake being late for school because why he didn't wake up with a <laughs> hot, hot dog fart. fart right to the face. Um, and he's sad about it. He's like, Murray, he didn't wake me up. Yeah, because he ran uh, away and you haven't gone looking for him. And I, I mean, so this is the first time it smells normal waking up. But, uh, but yes, in the lunch line, what does Savannah see? She sees Julianne talking to another guy about her, his, the report on, she calls it the Scarlet Sweater. Yeah, which is yeah. a decent, decent goof. Decent goof, I like that. <laughs> and he's like, it's called the Scarlet Letter. And she's like, you're the best boyfriend in the world. And Savannah's like, clocks it. She's like, oh, two boyfriends. Like, we're dating Jake. Mm. And then she... Well, no, she's... 
She doesn't say that to Julian or to herself. There's a random extra in front yeah, of her. Goes, I thought she was aging, and the other extra just goes. Mm-hmm. I was like, who is that person? It's she's nobody. It's to. nobody. And so anyway, then she gets wise and starts following her, and she follows her to a third guy's locker, mm-hmm. and she's like, oh, do you have my blah 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 report? And kisses him on the cheek, and you're the best boyfriend. She's like, she has three. She's running boyfriends. a triple threat. It's quite the grip. And I said, how the fucking big is this school? And, <laughs> and it's not like she's like, we have to keep our relationship a secret. They are kissing no. in the hallways. And that's the thing is that she's like the popular girl like everyone should be talking about this yes exactly also if you were like one of these i'm sorry to stereotype and assume nerds. these if you're one of these nerds and you're dating julianne how that are you not some like red flags. i don't know just how are you not running down the halls being like i'm dating okay. the most popular girl in school he thinks it was all too good to be true also now we kick into the third act where nick robinson realizes this whole scheme so quickly so i mean because emma there's no time for anything he literally is like oh my god I get, like, because he sniffs the certificate or something. He sm- and he hangs up to dry. He well, smells well, really... Well, first, no, no, first of all, no, no, no. It's the friends see the sketch on his locker and yeah. are like, yo, my best friend Jake, even though we don't seem to know you that well. Murray ran away. He would never do that. You guys are best, best friends. friends. Excuse me. Um, but how messed up would that be if you were like, well, Jake, you're my best friend. I do know your best friend is it's a your dog. dog. That would be that incredibly is, mean. That would be really mean. It's true. but And he's like, Murray would never run away. And he goes, yeah, but he's been acting so weird uh, ever since Julianne's been around. And he they trashed be- my NASA certificate or something. Yeah. And then they basically make him realize you're not listening to your own good sense. Like, your dog wouldn't do that. Wouldn't they have- said Murray would never trash what? something if he knew it was important. Yes. They are saying that about a dog. Well, I think this is also where they do bring up that, like, don't you think it's kind of weird that julianne's dating you when you're a science you. nerd, the science yeah. nerd like they basically are like think about this critically for a second and he goes i suppose it is weird and i did do all this work on the project because according to him that's just what boyfriends do um, and then also he smells the certificate earlier yes he and does. he smells yeah. her perfume and then he's like oh my god she sprayed her perfume on it so marie would throw it in the toilet mm-hmm. and then he's like she was framed and then the kid goes your dog was dogged yes was framed. He was dogged. Just sit let that sit in the science classroom. They go well, there. Well, yeah, Julianne shows up and she's like, hey, what's up, boyfriend? Is, that, that, is, that, is that my science project? And he immediately is like, no, because, you know, I figured out your scheme, Julianne, bye. And she's like, oh, follows him in and just goes, no, 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 you're so, so wrong. Why would I do that? Anyway, give me the project. Give me, give me the project. I need the project, even though it's clearly not due for another week and a half. And what's also weird is like, it's not like he's doing the project for her. It's their group project like you've hitched your wagon to her already oh absolutely like like and he accepts because he's like do you think i care about the project i really don't i'll just get another a i'll just i get like i'll take the a whatever i'm over it just get away from me i don't want to deal with your because savannah brings in the other two boyfriends and exposes her correct but also, I hate to say it, I think Savannah comes out the winner here, right? Because she doesn't, admittedly, this this project doesn't work out. But she got handed that project by one of the other nerds. So she at least got one solid project out of this. Savannah is not who you think. Excuse Julianne. me. Sorry, Julianne. Uh, Julianne got at least one solid project. It didn't sound yeah. like the Scarlet Letter paper was done yet. But, so, but, so I don't know about that one. But she 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 got something out of this. Listen, I respect women's rights, but I also respect women's wrongs. And she was playing chess, not checkers. <laughs> Absolutely. But he is just like mad at her because especially after Savannah brings the boys in. You ruined my relationship with my best friend, the dog. Mm. Um, and he's like, I don't care about this project. Just take it's a little windmill because it's you know wind power. And he's like, take it, get out of here, whatever. And she goes, Yes, thank you. But then who shows up? 
But Murray, bolting in, because he, he realized what, that he missed Jake or whatever. They show us, but I don't... It's hard to it's narrate. Murray stopping him. It's also hard to narrate what a dog is doing. Excuse me. And he knocks it out of her hands. Shatters do a million pieces. He goes over. What does he do? Pees on it. Um, And then, like, shoves her down. I don't remember. She, she runs away. Who cares? <laughs> I hate this movie. And then Jake is like, thanks, Savannah. You're a great skater chick. And then there's no end to the story no. because we have to go back. We go back. back to the iPad. The CG iPad. We then have to go to a vignette that has nothing to do with this first no. vignette. No, well, but it's the main vignette. It, the entire preamble is over. Now it's time to hit the gas. If I hear the words geekly chic one more time, they I'm say it actually so many times. going it's painful. to lose my mind. It's painful. And so they inter- the intro, the web is Wait, do we want to take a break before we get into this? Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's take a break. I, get, I was thinking like, oh, we should take a break soon, but this is the most natural pause point. Oh, God. So we'll tell you all about Geekly Chic in one second. Against uh, your will. Are you trying to make a pun about coming right back, but it's impossible? I can't you? think of any singular goddamn thing. <laughs> I got nothing for you guys. <laughs> I just racked my brain too, and I was you like, know, I have nothing. We'll be right back. <laughs> Get some rest. Take a nap. Turn this off, honestly. Don't keep listening. Yeah, we might not come back, guys. It might just be a one-parter. <laughs> All right, besties, we're back. Speaking of besties, uh, so now it's time for Apple the real Evelyn and Hallie are besties. Yes. They live across the street from each other. Across? No, they're neighbors. Next door. Next door. Because they say- Shade up, girl. Shade up, girl. And then they pull up their window shades and then they can see each other and talk on their flip phones. Yes, and talk about their outfits. Kind of you belong with me, Heather Swift style. We learn in this exchange that Zendaya has a brother. Is he named? Emma, name that character. No idea. Kendall. Okay. Um, Zendaya has a brother. I feel bad for this guy. Why? I like him. Make, well, they make him out to be such a punching bag. Just clearly likes to wear his pants low. I know, like, but I thought he was cute. No, he's um, fine. I just feel like it's like people like to wear their pants like that. I don't know why you got to take a cheap, sh- cheap shot at him. Basically, that's like the first thing you learn about him as they're discussing is that he doesn't wear his belts and he shows his smiley face underwear because his pants are around his ass. Yeah. He drives them to school. In this like shitty old Woody, Woody, Woody wagon. And I'm sorry. I, I kind I, of love that because I feel like that you don't do a good job a lot of times at Disney Channel with showing the shitty cars that teens drive. True. But I thought he, that was a little bit true to life. But what does he have, Emma? A GPS that he wants to fuck. Which is the craziest it, character why trait. Why would they ever, That has to be from the book. It has to be. I don't know, man. Possible. It's some Joaquin Phoenix and her bullshit where he's like in love with her voice and they're like yeah. teasing him and for it. Like, like like the GPS goes turn right and he goes say it slower what the frick and then he's bragging he's like she can speak in all these languages including Urdu mm-hmm. which comes back later of all things that they well no I knew on. the GPS was coming back because like, there's no way they would give him the character trait of yeah, his, in this of, movie I didn't trust I didn't know which way it was up no I was, I was like, like there's no way they would give him the character trait of in love with his global positioning system and then not have that come back like that's the craziest thing I've ever heard they get to school after they tease him for the GPS well, hang on I do want to establish what the whole deal is because we only really touched on it is 
These two are best friends. They run a website, which we met Webazine. That shall not be named. Webazine. Hallie is the one who writes all the articles. She's like a wannabe journo, like a journalist. Like she's a loser. And they gave her big glasses, you know. And I fucking hate her hair in this. I hate she looks hair. so bad. She is in the that most hair. beautiful I... woman on earth. Well she's earth. 14 here. So. She's the most beautiful <laughs> girl on earth. So it is an active you, active attempt to make her. Do you think bad. this is her worst thing? I actually do think it is. I haven't I mean Because we watched Zap and that was 20 times better than this. Oh well she was just better in that than she was. It's just a this. better movie. Yes. But she, she writes all the articles and she we see we cut in on her, she's sending an email to this Burns Publications. Which is, what are they trying to do? Get a get a legit publishing company, like a media company, to acquire their student webazine that seems to only report on people in their grade in New Jersey? I I don't know what they're submitting for. I thought it was a contest or something, but it's not. No, it's not like they're cold calling someone. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But then also Bella Thorne is also works on this website and writes the fashion tips. Yes. Which seems to be, no shade to Bella Thorne, a very small part of the process. But we also get into the the crux of the issue, which is that Zendaya is shy. Yes. She's more of the bookish one. She's the geek of the geek. Or she's the geek. She puts she, the geek in geekly geek sheet. And so they do kind of need Bella Thorne because in order to like get these articles or interviews or whoever the fuck they're talking to, Bella Thorne is the outgoing one who yes. can speak to people. The women raising up women. Yes. They're, they they, they are, need each other. They support each other. It's great. What? Can, I'm really having a hard time paying attention to this movie. Are you going to say what I think you're going to say? No, I'm actually going to genuinely ask you who the oh. fuck that kid in the blazer is and why does he have clout? Who is Walker? That? Okay, let's talk about Walker. This guy. Who is this character? This is, is the this stupidest character? character in this entire film. Why are his cronies dressed he like warblers? He's <laughs> Because so. I, need I really to, thought I missed something. I need to talk about Walker. I'm dying to talk, about, to talk Walker. about Walker. We need to talk about Walker. We need to talk about Walker. They go He's into school. He's 4'11". They go He's into school. He's shorter than both of the girls. They go into school. <laughs> And here's the thing. I have been I have been preemptively made to think that these two are very popular girls. They run a website. No, no they one the knows hot, who the they fuck have they the hottest are. fashions. No. We, they, we, they need to show us that that is not the case. These two have a bully, a boy, not a mean girl. His name is Walker. He's the editor of the school newspaper. This is their bully. He seems to bully them. And he has two henchmen. He has two cronies who are always behind him. Never, two delicious barely, twinks who are dressed <laughs> like war boys. Okay, let's talk about that. One I, of those men is gay. All three, I think. <laughs> <laughs> they are. It is possibly. It's like the kid but from School like, of Rock. Like, it's just like, you, we know what you're going but it's like, for. But it's, oh, no, no, no. It's not. Because it's like, what if you took the kid from School of Rock that you're stereotypically making dress like a closeted, or not even closeted, a gay man, but he's a child. What if you took that kid and made him the bully in a it's, narrative? In what world is that kid the bully? And in the what? The editor of a school paper has a job for losers. And in what universe, I love and in what universe does that kid in, in have a romantic interest in Bella Thorne. And what world does he have? Henchmen? <laughs> There's so many confusing... Lucas, I this was had too, to be from the book. I was too lazy to rewind, but I was watching this whole scene and I was like, I missed something here. I had to have missed something. So Walker is the editor of the school newspaper and he gives them back their money because they paid to take an ad out in the newspaper for their, their webzine. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Geekly Sheep. Oh. And uh, he gives it like, as the, it gives the value back. It's like, as the editor, I can pick and choose what goes in and I want to uphold a standard of quality. I'm not putting in your dumb little webzine. No one cares about it. And she goes, okay, say that again. And he holds up like the business card, the hand of a business card. Like it's very legit. And he's like, holds up. And she very obviously records what he's saying. And takes a picture. And takes a picture, excuse me. And he's, she's like, thanks for the free press. Cause she sends it to print. She has everyone in school's phone number. Even though everyone hates them. And they no, are. And, they and, and, also, and also when I say everyone, every all 200,000 people that go to the school. <laughs> 
their phones uh, all go off at they, once. They all go off at once, and they're and it's not even but like this kid in this universe is a celebrity but whose endorsement matters. But it's also not even like that searing of a photo or anything. He's just holding the thing. I thought it'd be like him making a weird fake mid talk. Also, if you have everyone in the school's fucking phone number, why do you need to take out an ad? <laughs> This movie's gonna break me. And then something happens. They get the call from Burns. Well, they go into the library and go on their laptop and she's like, guess what? I added tracking to the website. So whenever anyone's looking at the website, we, we, we will see it on this map. We'll see a red dot. We find out that this is, takes place in Jersey because we see them zoom in on Jersey. And, and it's there's like, only the two dots no, of them and then the mom. There's three dots, two in Jersey, which is them and the mom, and then one dot in New York City. And they're like, and I was like, wait, 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 wait. So no one at your school even reads this. No. It's just for your Yeah, they have everyone's phone number. Truly insane. And they're like, who is the one dot in New York City? And because there's no time for anything. Um, the Immediately. Phone, the phone them. rings and it's like, oh, it's Burns publication and she thinks it's their bro- her brother Kendall's and it thinks it's her brother Kendall getting pun- back at her for making fun of her GPS yes and then they're like oh okay Kendall sure we'll, talk-, really we'll talk to Miss St. Clair ha 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 but then she looks out the window and sees Kendall painting uh, who knows a piece of like plywood he was like it was like <laughs> Emma you're you're asking too many questions and then she's like oh god it's actually them and so we uh, they, they set up a meeting for the next day in New York that, City the insane montage of just Bella Thorne dancing in different outfits what the what, fuck what was is that? The, what is- <laughs> but she's like on a computer interface, and she dresses like an alien at one point. It's like they, it's like the makeover they montage, say, but they don't yes. do that. Well, they say we've got a big meeting with Burns Publications. We've got to pick out the perfect al- outfits, but it's just Bella. You just see Bella Thorne, but it, and it's not. And it, but it's in the context of it like zooms on the computer. It looks like this is just shit on the website, and I'm like, why are we not getting a trying on outfits montage? And she's dancing, I guess, because shake it up. Because shake it up. They are getting dressed for the interview the next day, and they shade up. And Zendaya holds up a plaid skirt and she goes, it's professional. And then Bella Thorne goes, professionally Scottish. And I was like, that's not funny. It's not, but they make they say it multiple times. They bring times. up this skirt so much. Mm-hmm. And it's a nice skirt. Her outfit looks I fine. Like that. As that's far as I can. I Bella mean, Thorne's also good. dressed fucking crazy. They both dressed. are. They both are dressed insanely. But it's also weird because Zendaya's thing isn't fashion. It's like... That's but why, they dress exactly the same. That's why I'm confused. Is that it's like... Bella Thorne does the fashion, but Zendaya is also into fashion. Because like, they dress, boy, they dress the same. Blah, blah, blah. They try to make it, but they, but they can't even commit to that, Luke. Because That's what I'm saying. They have Bella Thorne throughout this whole sequence, like make fun of her outfit. But I'm like, then actually commit and dress her like really ugly, like in mm-hmm. a frumpy sweater or something. Yeah. Like, make her look nerdy. Well, it's hard to make Zendaya look not uh, hot. God, well, they didn't even fucking try. They didn't. They go to the magazine. They go to the mag. This is, did you notice this though? It was really funny. Is they do like a big panning shot up the building in New York, and they play the sound of a jet engine, implying they flew there when they live in Jersey. <laughs> they definitely just drove in for mm-hmm. the day. Um, but they go to this magazine meeting. They meet uh whatever Saint Clair. I don't remember her first name. Editor person. And oh my God, guess what? They didn't want both of them to work for the magazine as 14-year-olds. They only wanted one to be the well, editor. Well, so she didn't know that they were 14. They th- She thought they were adults. She and read Geekly Chic and thought they were adults. Yeah. Well, I don't think she recognized that it was they them were the same. I don't know. That's if you're right because it is just photos of them in outfits most of the time. Yeah. I don't know if it's There's going to be people reading it and yeah, writing it. Yeah, right. But the thing is, her she says she wants to like um to make a Nickelodeon no, reference. No, but she says they are trying to act older. Yes. And then she goes, no, no, we want young. Like they're right, trying right, right. to do. But see, I'm just saying she just said she, we didn't know you were 14. That's she opens with that. But to make a Nickelodeon reference, she wants to full on True Jackson, Jackson VP, VP them. Um, and she's like, we're gonna launch Geekly Chic into a whole youth based campaign. There's gonna be a magazine, a website, all that stuff. 
and I'm picking you to coordinate it as the editor. And they're like, oh my gosh, this is incredible, wonderful. And she's like, but only one of you. I don't like this whole pairs thing. Um, I had a best friend once and I fired her. <laughs> like, now uh, she's my maid. Now she's, well, she was, but then she did a bad job. Yeah, so then I fired, I fired her. her. And she goes, so you get one of you has to pick. And they're like, wait, so we have to pick one of us that gets to live our dream? And she's like, yeah, basically, whatever. I don't care. Tell you what, I'll make it easy. Each one of you write an article. And whoever writes the best one gets the job, I'll pick. And they're like, uh, blah, 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 and they just walk out. They really don't have a spine about it. And also, hey, I'm sorry if it's an article writing contest, Zendaya's gonna, gonna win. Because she writes the articles. Write. <laughs> they should have divvied it up about like what each of them I know, covers. I know, it's, I know. Um, then they're sitting at lunch because they go to school after this or something. Time? Yeah, who knows? Time what is no fucking day is it? Oh my god, time has no meaning. We had to say that again. I haven't what said that in a long time. What fucking day is it? They're at lunch with the brother and basically they're... No yeah, he's trying to like scam money off them because he needs... Because for pancakes? For belt rent because she stole his belts <laughs> and he's like, she's like, I'll rent it. Um, because yeah, he doesn't have money enough for money for pancakes. <laughs> they are sitting there, even though they know at this point they are in competition with each other. No, that's the thing. The turn doesn't really happen until like midway through this conversation. Because they walk out and they're still like, this sucks, blah, 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 blah. And they're not really sure. But then they're sitting at this uh, table having a conversation. And she goes, oh my God, I know exactly what to do for my article. I'm going to interview Jean-Franc. Jean-Franc. This indie musician who is coming to the Jean-Franc. US. Jean-Franc. From, who's coming to the U.S. for the first time. From France. And uh, then they start fighting because, like, Yeah, because now Bella Thorne's like, wait, that was actually my idea. And they're and like... it wasn't. And then Zendaya's like, like, we had it at the same time. And I'm like, no, you clearly, had it, clearly had it at first. And then she's like, you know, you're not going to be able to talk to him. Bella Thorne brings up the fact that Zendaya gets shy. And yeah. And talk to him. And she's like, well, you're not going to be able to write the right words. And I was like, sick, burn. Well, that's she's not as good at it as Bella Thorne is supposed to be. And then... But the, but they they've turned on each other immediately as well. Yeah. But they now are frenemies competing for the same interview with this musician but that no one cares about. The other problem is whoa, concert so, concert sold out. They don't have a ticket, which is weird because they seem to already like this guy. I mean, when they not, that doesn't mean they had to have had a ticket, but let's think they would have been on the radar. Bella Thorne's plan. Uh, I refuse to call her Avalon, by the way. No, um, I won't say that. But they call her Abby. At one they point, do. And I wanted to hit myself in the face with a two by. That's four. how they shorten it. Bella Thorne's plan to get a ticket is she has a table set up, which is like fashion Free advice. Free fashion advice in exchange. In exchange for a Jean Franc ticket. Uh, Zendaya she, tries calling a radio station before Yeah, that. yeah, that's what happens. And she's like the 101st caller, not the 100. She just misses it. But obviously no one takes her up on that because we all know how expensive tickets to concerts are nowadays. And we also know that she's dressed like a fucking sociopath <laughs> and no one likes them. I actually, I thought it was very rude of them to make that goth girl come up. Like, I was like, I, I know. I thought her outfit, I mean, it's if you're going to be the goth girl, dress for it. But then who shows up but Walker, the dumbest and worst character maybe in the entire film. That's a, it's a race to the bottom, but it is a race. When he walks back in, I was like, no. No, no. No. And he goes, oh, you need a ticket to Jean-Franc. Well, I happen to know his limo driver's cousin's girlfriend, fiance. Who waters their plants. Waters their plants. A dry cleaner is what it ends on. So fucking stupid. So I can maybe call and get you a ticket. And she's like, and she's like, why would you help me? And he's like, and she goes, wait a minute. Do you like me? Have you been picking on me all year? Because you secretly like me? And I'm like, no. Seen more chemistry. Between a piece of ham Emma. and an Allen wrench. And also, I'm sorry, the man is absolutely fabulous. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with that, but you can't paint him up like that and then expect me to buy a hero romance. He's literally dressed like the kid in School of Rock. Like, the one that says, you're tacky and I hate you. Yeah, like it's... He's dressed like that kid. And he's supposed to be 15 years old. And straight. <laughs> 
in the love and i don't want to i sound like i'm pigeonholing but i mean i'm like they're come all on. dressed like warblers from glee come on yeah it's glee come on come on come on what are you doing here not that there's anything wrong with that anyway so she gets tickets through walker who has a thing for her allegedly yeah she gets a ticket and she calls and she gets an interview set up with him ahead of time and she goes and rubs it in zendaya's face and she's like i got the number and she's like i got his number i got it all set up i win then they're walking into class yes. and they have to put all their cell phones in a tub yeah, in a bin, the yeah. teacher's like holding out a bin and so she bella thorne puts her cell phone this is actually kind of clever bella it thorne is. puts her cell phone in there and then they also does and then she takes bella thorne's cell phone like as if it's her own and she says oh i'm sorry i really gotta quickly call my mom she's having triplets i wasn't even gonna mention that part <laughs> <I'm like this. laughs> she steals the phone calls jean franc jean franc and does a really i actually like Sunday this, I, this i thought was kind of funny actually where she's talking in a french because she recognizes he's french and first of all the, i i thought when they said this guy was French, I was like, oh, it's because this was filmed in Canada. He's going to be a French-Canadian guy. No, he's also doing a fake French accent. Yep, one for, of the worst I've ever for heard. For a reason, but we'll get there. I um, literally said the second he came on screen, like, I thought he was just... Because I didn't expect this movie to have like an M. Night Shyamalan twist at the end of a vignette. Why would so you? So I was like, oh, this guy's doing a really bad fake French accent. I was like, I can't believe they couldn't get like a real French In person. Canada. Uh, but she calls him and is like, oh, this is how you say Halle Bronson. I'm I going mean, to... Get, how do you say... As I'm going to give a pre-interview for Miss uh, Avalon Green. Um, And then she does all that and he goes... We find whatever. Also, you realize saying French with a French accent is it's still, still English. Is, you, know, you say English with a French accent, that's still English. Like you're not speaking French. She goes, "Le oops." Si. Oh, she says, "Oh no, that si. was that was the good delivery." For she, today. Goes, she goes, she, "Why did I take Spanish?" Yeah, she covers her the phone with her hand. She goes, "Why did I take Spanish?" I'm the great actress. She has an Emmy now. Walker sees her do this. Walker and the boys are for some reason in <laughs> in every scene well, I, against my will. They never name the other characters. Walker and Texas and Ranger all, <laughs> all happen to be in the. Band room where she's making this phone call and Dr. Quinn and the medicine woman were accurate of those two and guys. They, they just are like oh no you didn't again because. Do the other guys ever speak? They say like something barely once not really. Um, And so they're like oh no you didn't Um, and then they tell Bella Thorne well, they it, shade well, not, not only do they tell Bella Thorne it cuts to that night and then she goes shade up now over the phone she pulls the shade up and Bella Thorne's standing there with Walker and Texas and Ranger and she, she's like I can't believe you did that and i'm like so if you know now why don't you just call him back and say that that's not happening she you has still have his number still have his number and just say like oh no she had to cancel uh we'll just do the normal interview sorry for the inconvenience end of problem or just say like that person's a crazy stalker don't let her in the venue yeah well, even that would have worked yeah. instead you know what she, she did? needed she needed to find out at the venue for this make to any sense exactly but you know what she does instead gets a book called gps for dummy <laughs> And crawls into Kendall, the brother's car. She puts on st- a stealth outfit, which I thought and was And then uh, trips and falls on her face. Yeah, well, she has a whole hood up. And then on the way back... Oh, no, it is on the way. For, sure. But she goes... She reprograms the GPS. And then... I, boy, to I speak should, in Urdu. Yeah. So they, that had to come back. So they get in the car to go to the concert. Kendall's driving uh, Zendaya. And he can't figure out where to go because of the GPS is saying the language. Classic. Classic. Although, I hate to... Like, I don't mean to do this, but, like, I'm pretty sure you could 
figure out where to go just from, from the, the map. From, and when you have them, they have a map that they unfold. And I'm like, if you have a map and the GPS, you can figure it out. But they can't read Which the they map. do, but it takes forever. Also, like, he says this really horrible line about the GPS. Where that he names like, it J-Lo? Where he's like, yeah, he says J-Lo. And he's like, well, if I have to get directions from a woman, I want it to be J-Lo. And I was like, didn't need that. Oh, I didn't, can't pick up on that. That's rough. You didn't pick up on the line he said? Well, I thought he said, well, I thought he was because he was saying it was like, if, you know, the woman that he was attracted to or something. I was, no, if I have to again, get directions. Emma, again, subtitles. <laughs> half paying attention. And I was like, okay, didn't need that. Then they get to the concert. Della Thorne says Hallie Brandon's not coming. Mm-hmm. She is sick and, or something. With the GPS yeah, flu. So makes you lose a sense of where you are. Zendaya crawls through a window. Yeah, Zendaya does arrive, but she doesn't have her ticket. Um, and she has to call her. And, and Jean-Franc is like, oh, hell yeah, my cra- a crazy American fan. I first won. And they're both in the dressing room and start fighting aggressively. Yes, but I will say, you know, we get to see Bella Thorne start the interview and her question is stupid. It's her questions just, are bad. It's just like, so... Did, are those your favorite jeans or did you buy them pre-ripped? And he just goes, they're, they're, they're pre-ripped. And Zanea had like a bunch of very She's thoughtful like, questions like, about- like, oh, your music is said to have African drum Pan African and drum influences. Wild pull, but whatever. Also, he plays the guitar, yeah, not the so, drums. So I don't know why you'd ask him about that. Anyway, they start fighting. And then how do they realize this Francesco accent is fake? Well, he started, they just are yelling and he goes, hey, shut up, like quiet. Like quiet, yeah. like, he gets frustrated with them. And he goes- Le oops. And yeah, this is the M. Night Shyamalan-esque twist. He's not French. He's not French. His he is... name is like Jeffrey Katzenberg. No, it's Johnny Frankowski. <laughs> Frankowski, maybe. I don't know. And he is... He pretends to do the French thing. He, mo- he wasn't getting successful in America, so he moved to France and has now come back and is now... Bring, pretending to be French to add a little mystique to his act. But he decides he's going to go back to acoustic and go back to Johnny Frank Houston. Literally. In, Apropos of nothing. In like one sentence. Well, yeah. no, they say like, Johnny, your fans don't want a poser. Just be true to who you are and to your music and they'll like it. And he goes, you're right. Johnny Frankowski is back out there, baby. And, and he, he puts just, down his guitar that has the Eiffel Tower on it. And he it. just walks off. And grabs his normal acoustic guitar. And then they're like, this is the scoop of the century. It'll go perfect on Geekly Chic. I hate it. Here. I also don't know what goes on Geekly Chic. Because they also said they wanted to put the story they of... They take photos the, of random girls. They, but no, they also said they wanted to put the story of Murray and Jake on there. And I'm like, who? why would anyone want to read that in the Geekly Chic? <laughs> I don't Chic? even want to watch it in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, then they go back to the uh, editor, St. Clair, and are like, uh, here's the article. And she goes, great article. Blowing up his spot. Love it. Who wrote it? And they go, we both did. And she goes, okay, well, I guess I'm not hiring either of you and then neither of them get the job and neither of them get the job and then they just go home and they're talking about the johnny frank kuski thing on, on the, the news. news and then they talk about their webzine that no one reads and, and i go what news outlet reported on this why is this and, and they're like avalon they literally they're not just reporting on it they're giving they're plugging them they're like avalon and her friend hallie like decided to go back to being best friends and reporting for their webzine geekly chic themselves and i'm like who in the flying fuck is reporting on this? Do you know who is? Because I did you catch her name? No. Lucy Del Goosey. <laughs> That's and then the she yells at them to like turn off the TV. Yeah, no, no, no. There's they, magical realism. No, here. no, no, no. They start jumping on the bed freaking out. Also, because they see their map now, their red dots everywhere. Which is weird because they say it's gone global, when it, clearly it's only in the United yes. States. But they start jumping out of bed, and then Lucy Del Goosey on the TV says, Girls, stop jumping on that bed. And they go, What? And then back to the magical Cut iPad. To bed. Why did we need the weird fourth wall break? Oh, and now we get into the third and worst vignette. 
Guys, I'm gonna be honest, Luke, I have like no notes on this. There's like really nothing. Cause it's it's nothing. Is so let me give you the basic gist, guys. Especially because we're already Well, I just wanna really quickly say that in the fucking voiceover, she goes, She got frenemied by a girl she barely knew. Yeah, I don't think these girls are friends. Fucking get frenemied by someone you don't know. I also want to point out, she doesn't say she got frenemied. Our for that remember that girl, Savannah? She almost got frenemied. Like, did she get almost frenemied or frenemied? Because if she did fuck do you get almost And if you got almost frenemied I mean, you don't belong in a movie called Frenemies. Frenemies, whatever. Oh, are there only three vignettes and only one of them works? <laughs> works is a strong term. Works with the term Frenemies. No, you're right. Yeah, barely. I fucking hate this movie. But it's freaking, guys, it's the prince and the pauper. She has a bunch of fucking brothers. Savannah, so we see, see her is- life. And also, she goes, like, she's skateboarding. All her brothers eat all the food, which I'm sorry. If you're getting up early to skateboard in the driveway, you you're not, the you're not getting actor in this movie the dad. Is, he's actually good. Pemberley. Yes. <laughs> we love a butler. Which is actually the name of Mr. Darcy's estate in Pride and Prejudice, which is definitely where they got that. Yeah. Also, no, the little brother that goes, and this is just the one line where he goes, I saved this for me. <laughs> I was like, Icon. Well, no, because we meet her dad, and I thought the dad actually does an okay job. He has where's noth- that mom? He has nothing to do, but he's fine, and, and kind of has brings a good energy. And has to way it. too many kids and no mom. But yeah, he, like the kid, the brothers eat all the food, and he's like, here, take some money to get breakfast at school, and then you can go to the mall after. Buy yourself a pair of shoes. Buy yourself something, and she's like, tight, thanks, dad. And I was like, buying your children's love, time it, tried and true strategy, baby. My next note is just, dear God, it's Prince and the Popper. Yes, because they she, are at the mall. She we, well, no, should we we meet Emma first, Emma? It's the prince and the pauper. And, she, and then guess what? We get where they're going? The mall. So Savannah goes to the mall. Emma goes to the they mall. They go to school first. Nothing happens at school. She goes home and we meet her parents who are the biggest stereotype of rich people I have ever seen imaginable. Yeah, she lives a frigid life. It's the prince and the pauper. <laughs> And they live in that move. That house feels like it is straight out of Beverly Hills. It doesn't. No, it doesn't exist. It's just. It's from the eighties. Like, what is this? It's literally like we need to show their rich. No one has indoor swimming pools like that. It's an indoor swimming pool. The dad's wearing the sweater over there. They just got done playing tennis. No one is really British. Not everyone is doing a fake British accent. Yeah, well, I couldn't tell. The the girl's accent is going in and out. In and out. Are they trying to do British or they trying to do just like fancy? No, they're doing British. But I know they're not. Not even really. They're not though. (laughs) I want a dog, but like that's a British accent. It's not a good one, no. but it is. That's what they're going for. I feel bad for Mary Mouser getting this role and then them saying, "Can you I do had, a British accent?" I had a hard time when they switch places, knowing who was who, <laughs> because Mary Mouser's accent goes in and out. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't even know who this, which one this is right now. It's awful. So they go to the fucking now mall. Now they go to the mall. And they're two identical women. And it's the worst identical realization scene I've ever seen. Because you just have Zendaya, Babadook again, <laughs> and Zendaya and Della Thorne popping. No, no, not even those two showing up. It's they're both looking at something. They turn around and they just go, wait, you look just like me. <laughs> it's like the Spider-Men pointing at each other. They just go. Not freaked out at all. You know what? Really? You know what movie does that, right? Twitches. Twitches. Great example. Of sister, sister. Yeah, I mean, exactly. Whatever. Just do do a bit for a small amount. Do they're something. not even remotely fake. No, they just they go, oh, we look kind of alike. And Zendaya and Bellathorn popping out of fucking They're in the background while they're shopping. Um, Because Emma Espadrilles are back. But, Um, like, they don't even know Savannah, really. No. Because Zendaya goes, oh, it's that girl Savannah. And then Bellathorn goes, no, that's Emma and whatever her last name is. Who goes to a different school from us? And I was like, how do you know her, Bellathorn? You clearly don't know everybody at your own school. She has all their phone numbers. Well, that's, you know, that's a separate situation. Emma and Savannah go and get food at the food court and talk about their different lives. 
Savannah is like, like I said, she's now made to be like a gross girl where she never uses a napkin and has pizza sauce all over her face. And then Emma's like, oh, if my mother knew I was eating pizza in the food court, she'd be most but cross. But Zendaya and Bella Thorne intro themselves to each other. They're like, and then they look at each other and like, do you know those girls? <laughs> like, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> what? I really so think. Then, at the end when they show that is, no, that's the funniest yeah, joke. That is the funniest joke. Genuinely like, I don't know even like that's just them making fun of their own bed. It is, it is. Like is. I actually think that the, they exist in a different universe and like no one can see them. Like they Yeah, they're no, they're like Puck from It's Midsummer Day. Yes. They just like come in to play their tricks and japes. <laughs> and that's it. Also, Luke, they were just on the national news and still no one knows who they are. No, of course not. Um, but yeah, but they're having this conversation and then they slide in again. They're like, we're all all thinking it. You've got to switch places for a week. Switch lives. We'll write about it on Geekly Chic. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would that be go on your whatever? This is the point of the movie where I slid the cool barrel of a gun into my mouth. (laughs) Jesus. I hate this movie. But uh, freaking, they both return to their lives. They uh, switch places. They, they switch lives, but I'm saying they return to each other's lives. Excuse me. They go into and, the bathroom. They say, hey, Pemberley, I'm going to go yes. <laughs> take a week. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to hit the head. Um, and they, so they switch places, but they go to each other's lives. And at first, they're like, how exciting. I, and Emma's like, I've got four brothers, and I can do whatever I want and not have to worry about my parents. Also, she wanted a dog, but she has to explain that it's not her dog, it's Jake's yeah, dog. Yeah, she got ripped off. She got ripped really off, yeah. Dog. And then she gets to go back to the rich house and is like, uh, wow, being rich, pretty great. That's the thing. Savannah, so de- Savannah definitely comes away the winner here. Like, you still, you still get to and be she, rich like, it's for so fancy. Years. Like, everyone's like, you know, and she gets so much attention because she's an only child. Savannah walks in and goes, yo, 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 what's up, dog? <laughs> It's your big sis, Savannah. But honestly, being in Savannah's life, you're right, is instantly miserable. Yeah. Like, the brothers are so disgusting and, like, rude. And then it's a little less miserable. Like, the worst thing that happens to Savannah in Emma's life is she has to eat escargot, which she says is delicious. Yeah, it doesn't seem like Before she realizes that it's snails. I did say here, number one, this is, like, it's, like, every 80s movie. They're doing, like, the escargot thing from Pretty Well. It's, like... You know, trading places. It's all the fucking same shit. And it's slobs versus snobs. It's also like parent trap. Like the yeah. butler always knows because the parents are always like legit absentee of these rich people. Wait, the did butler, he know? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. He says, "Lucas, they, don't I don't argue." No, no, but I'm don't, not but don't they do the high five thing and that tricks him? Because they have a secret handshake and they're like, because they do that shot where like, oh, she doesn't know the secret handshake, but then she does know the secret. Are handshake. you talking about the parent trap? Yeah, the parent trap. Yeah. Okay. In the parent trap, I think Martin is fooled longer, but Chessie is who I was referring oh, to. Oh, Chessie. Well, Chessie. They're California. Lesbian denim. <laughs> she is. Don't you take away her and Tarbarton's romance. They, they are in a lavender marriage. Because <laughs> the man is gay and the woman's lesbian. That is convenient. I've never heard that. I, everyone on the internet says that. Those people, that man is gay and she is a lesbian. I think their feelings are real, even no matter their sexual orientation. If that movie was made today, they would be able to live their authentic no, life. No, listen, they can still love each other, but not be sexually attracted. In their attractive. lavender marriage. And yeah, it's fine. It's like, if it works for them, go I respect a woman's right to marry a gay man, and I always have. <laughs> If, if you're happy, go off to your queen. I'm not I, judging. But when I said the butler always knows, I was referring to Chessie, who was like instantly I knew, like when she, you know. Yeah, she figures it out. Because the, the dad's an idiot. Yeah. Um, no, yeah. He's fucking that 26-year-old. But Pemberley knows. And like you can tell him this dinner. Oh, yeah. Too. Well, also because she tells him later, he just goes, oh, I'm shocked. Yeah. Like he just does, Pemberley doesn't give a shit, which I appreciate, which is why I kind of like Pemberley. I do like that it felt like an 80s movie, mainly because that mansion was built in 1981 and not updated. Then we realized that Emma has a polo playing boyfriend named Lance. Lance. Who has two of the worst 
worst eyebrows I've ever seen. Put Why could this guy? I could not stand his vibes. <laughs> uh, but but so I think that was the point. But he doesn't have any fun with it. No. Well, so we should also. So this is the next day because she has to go. She has like a fencing lesson and, and a ballet uh, lesson. A ballet lesson where and then Savannah just is like dealing with the dirty boys, whatever. And they call each other and are just like, "Oh, this sucks. Let's switch back. This was a bad idea. I miss my old life." And they're like, "Yep, cool. Let's switch back tomorrow." But then she's like, "Oh, you have to go on a date with Lance." Um, mm-hmm. And she's like, "Pemberley, can you get me out of it?" And he goes, "No, I know you're not Emma, but go date Lance." And she's like, "Fine." So now this is the weirdest thing because, like, so first of all, you can't do Prince and the Pauper in 30 minutes like this in a 30 minute vignette because you don't have time for it to work. And so they just give up on it immediately. Yeah. They're like, "Let's switch back. This sucks. I hated I'm this." Out. Then it cuts to her. She goes out with Lance, who seems rich and pompous, but not bad yet. And then Emma, as Savannah, runs into Jake and just tells him, you're very cute. I very like you. Let's go out. And he's like, sounds good to me. He is sounds, very cute. Sounds good. I'm here for it. After both of their days, they call again, being like, oh my gosh, you got me a date with Jake. That's incredible. This is where the, they lost me. Is She goes, tell you what, let me go on the date so you can see how easy it is. I'm like, hey, well, hang on. Wait a second. Why are we now? Do- I understand. And Emma had, Savannah had to do the weird whatever date with Lance because she didn't see that coming. But now why are we like date reversaling yeah. each other? Because they had to frenemy each other. I, but it you couldn't just do Prince and the Pauper minus the frenemy aspect. Yeah, I guess, but like. But they almost frenemy each other because they guess they don't actually fuck the other one's boyfriend. Because like Emma actually seems kind of interested in Jake and then Savannah gets mad and she's like, well, fine, I'm actually interested in Lance. And she goes, that's my boyfriend. And she goes, not anymore. And but so, no one likes Lance. No, no not one likes Lance. Not even We find, yeah, it's nothing. Like you needed to make him a person if that was going to happen. And then it just becomes a pissing contest <laughs> between the two of them. <laughs> where <laughs> Savannah shows up at the dog park to run into Jake and Emma uh, with Lance and like show up was like oh this is my boyfriend Lance he's so hot and cool and plays polo and Jake's just like I don't these two women look identical <laughs> yeah he's also like and I don't care about any of those things but and Emma's like or Savannah goes you should come to my birthday ball my birthday ball and Emma goes no and Jake's like yeah sure it sounds fun whatever it's nothing <laughs> it's nothing these conversations they go to the ball also Savannah at this point at the just one thing to throw in there with the parents making their lives better she's like what if we just had like a taco truck and like let instead of like you know doing a big and they get an opera singer and she wants a DJ and she wants a DJ and they do get the taco truck they do get a taco truck I don't know how a 14 year old booked a taco truck but okay but I think the parents did it for her I think you're supposed to believe the parents did it no they don't understand no because Zendaya and Bella Thor are the ones who show up with the taco truck <laughs> Did you not notice that? They burst into this party and go, what's up? We've got the taco truck. They booked it, not the parents. Guys, the, the parents don't. Over. The parents don't know what a taco the is. The podcast is over. We're done. I can't. There is nothing else left to say. What? Um, so Nick Robinson is there with the British girl and he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, they're at the ball now. This is where we have the fucking thing. He's like, I've had a crush on Savannah since fourth grade. I love like their skateboard. Wait, but she says to Savannah, but is Emma. It's like he's confessing his love to her, but it's not actually her. And then she's like, oh, you really like like the tomboy things. Yeah. You, she does. And he does even her guns, which she, she showed him earlier. And so this is not letting her like, oh, he's not really interested in me. In yeah. And it's also that she realized, oh, this is messed up what I'm doing. Yes. I'm standing between them. This isn't cool. These people who we saw the first vignette meet a week ago. Yes. But have been in love since the third grade yep. now. And then. So she goes, come over here, Jake. There's someone I want you to meet. And she's taking. 
takes him over to talk to Emma or Savannah. And then Savannah says to Lance, oh, we've got to find them and like rub our relationship mm-hmm. in their faces. And now this is where Lance, it was a little bit in the dog park too. This is where Lance reveals he's like a classist and is like, they are not like our people. And then blah, she breaks up with him. Yes. And, and they've been in an arranged marriage. Since it's an arranged marriage. That's a weird curveball they throw. Is It's like, it's like, why are we dating? It's like, because mommy and daddy wanted me to marry a woman of similar like stature. Like, it's similar stature. We've been, we've been patrolled since the third grade. I was like, what year is yeah, it? Yeah, what is <laughs> And then they, the Savannah. At this point, though, I was just like, this movie washed over me. I was like, and, I And then Savannah and Emma show, meet each other, and she's like, oh, I broke up with Lons. And she goes, oh, I've been wanting to do that since, three years. since the third grade, like since we've met. Good job on you. Anyway, we switched places, Jake. Uh, Savannah's really into you. I'm just going to be lonely, I guess. I'm fine with At that. At my party? Oh, but no, not lonely because Pemberley got her a dog. Puppy. Um, because really her parents puppy. wouldn't let her get a puppy, but it is a very, he got her a very cute puppy. And he said, we're going to pick up the poop together. Yeah, because the parents are apparently like clean freaks or something. But they're outside eating a taco for the first time and having and an orgasm. Like, oh, <laughs> this taco is delicious. And then the best joke in the movie, as we referenced earlier, is like, well, Bella Thorne and Zendaya are there. Well, no, so Bella Thorne and Zendaya no, burst into the party <laughs> while this is going on and are like, guess what? This is a dance party now and there's a taco truck. That happens pre-taco truck. And I literally have it all caps. Why were these two invited to this? No one knows who they are. But then they call that out. Is the yes, joke. and then she and they start just doing a dance number to a song you heard at the break. They, and then this was the only watchable part of this. Emma show. and Savannah look at each other. And goes, did you invite them? And Savannah goes, I, I thought you, you did. did. They just showed up for no reason. But then they're just like, all right, we're doing a dance number. Let's just keep it going. It is a really long dance. It's be, it's literally, guys. It's that. It's a, a, let's shake it up. They're so like, we got to give the shake well, it up. It's too. also like you know when they do like an animated movie or, or or something and they don't know how to end it, so they just have a dance yeah. party for no reason it's that it's that but it's also that thing where it feels like the end of a play because like the villains like julianne is in the front of the dance julianne party. is there i was like why is julianne here why would she be invited to this that would have been that's a- why the concert's a better thing for everyone yeah. to be at because anyone can just buy tickets to a concert he's mm. allegedly popular well apparently 14 year olds can buy, girl, buy a taco truck so who knows go to their school and they're all at her fucking party why the the only thing left talking about it in it is that there's some skateboard dancers that and I liked up, that and they all they dance with their skateboard they all lift their skateboards up and it says skate on the bottom of it yep end of movie uh, well I they put bloopers on the end um, I didn't watch them they're dog bloopers which aren't as good um, but they could have been better if they had done everybody bloopers Um, but yeah this is just like we said it on top This is, to me this just reads is soulless. There's nothing of substance here. There's nothing to talk about, there, even though we just spent like nope. an hour, hour and a half talking about it. It feels like they were like, we need to plop something out onto Disney Channel while we have Zendaya and Bella Thorne under contract. This is the best we got. And we're done. And we're done. That's it. I'm actually ready to go into the long sleep. <laughs> the long for another month. The long goodbye. <laughs> I'm 20 minutes to sleep right now. Like I, I need... To go put a pillow over my head and scream into it. Yeah, it's just like, it's mystifying how they managed to put all of their time and talent into this and get nothing. It's just, there's nothing. And I, guys, I really am not trying to come on this podcast and just shit on stuff. Like, it is, I when I like the joke, I try to pull it out. But it was actually painful. And, like, I love these actresses. I like Nick. I, I, like, I, like, was so jealous. Yeah, everyone in this, this movie deserved a better and movie. I, listen, it's no I, one's fault. I'm not a fucking snob. I'm going to probably watch Gary Marshall's Valentine's Day tomorrow. It's a bad we, we, fucking... We are movie. recording this the day before Valentine's I'll probably, Day. I, I am ready for a, a thinly drawn vignette story with stupid love romances. Did I want to watch a dog rip a fart in someone's face? No, no. I didn't. Did I want to watch the most half-assed adaptation of The Prince and the Pauper I've ever seen? No, but they gave us that anyway. 
Like, I just don't understand why they were so unconfident in the Zendaya and Bella Thorne narrative. That could have been, like, a whole movie. That could have been the whole movie. I would actually argue you could, if you, you could maybe expand all three of these into other movies. They wouldn't all be good, but you could the make a whole story. The dog one would never be good. The dog one would not be good, no. I'm just trying to... I'm, but I'm, are you trying to... I did try to figure out how this movie I, got made. I'm just Googling I, I'm it right now. I'm literally just, like, in the... Like, There's I, no information as far as I could find. Oh. God. But it's it's it, it haunts me to my core. Emma, what would you rate it? A three out of ten. Three is high for this. Are you kidding me? One for each story? You think that's enough? Like, yeah, I mean, I'm giving... Okay, the only reason I'm even putting... I was going to say 2.5. I'm putting a point on the board for, Zen, for Zendaya. Who for I think, being here? Yeah, showing up and, and cutting her check. She, I will say oh. she, she put some good... So, like sauce on some of the lines and I'm like and I like watching her she is someone that I enjoy watching okay I, I will give it a one because there are some decent jokes in this there are some jokes in like that it kind of like at least the middle part I was like alright like yeah that could have been that could have been something and I was like I wasn't like scratching my eyes out during the middle part where I was like okay I, I like no, I wasn't scratching my eyes out during any part of this but I just like I could I wasn't engaging with it like it was a film because it doesn't feel like a film this movie was nominated for three Young Artist Awards That's for Best nothing. Performance in a TV Movie That's Miniseries a Special or Pilot. Who the fuck is Dylan Everett? They didn't even get the Robinson nominated? Lance. Lance got Was nominated. nominated He's in this Emmy? movie for like 10 seconds. I'm just so fa- It's not that I'm trying to, you know, call up people out. I'm just like so fascinated in the I'm fascinated by the train wreck. I was Absolutely. trying to look at the book. Like I was trying to see if I could just like do I tried any sort of digging. It sounds like, like a normal teen drama book, whatever. It sounds oh, fine. Oh, God. My face, like my my head hurts. Okay. I gotta stop. It's all right. This. It's all right. What, what are we gonna watch for your birthday, Emma? What, what, what do you mean you don't know? It's your birthday. I don't remember what movies are. <laughs> There's only frenemies now. Um, I feel like we did this first one like a long time ago. Like maybe I'm wrong. Oh, it's a series. Yeah, it's the second in a series. It's a musical, oh, that, of course. Oh no, that could be good or bad. No, it's good. It's good. I actually don't remember this. I remember like watching this and being like, this was good, but I don't remember like a single thing about it except for what one of the music numblers and one of the numblers? guys being, being super hot. My brain is broken. Shut <laughs> the fuck up. I'm going to punch you in the head. Uh, Descendants 2. We're doing Descendants 2. Oh, okay. I like Descendants 2 fine. Oh, oh. Finally, I get to I get to rant about how gay Mal and Evie are. They're so gay in this movie. Yeah, yeah. But this is also her real life boyfriend at the time joins the cast is um one like the son of Captain Hook, I oh, think. Harry? And yeah. he's like wildly hot. This is um, also where China Ann McLean comes in. And she's that's the number I'm thinking of. She has a really good number. Oh her okay. big one. Um cool. Yes, I'm down for that. We'll do that for March. Where can people find you on the internet? I'm at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, I'm also at Geekly Chic. <laughs> um, in hell. <laughs> in hell, where that belongs. Um, I'm at Wildfire underscore King on Twitter. You can find my Patreon at patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you so much, everybody, supporting me there. Um, but most importantly, you can find us on Twitter at D Comedy Podcast. Give us a follow there. Like when the new episode's going up. We really appreciate it. It makes us feel so, so loved. But the way you can make us feel the most loved is by giving us a little rate and review on the old iTunes or Google Play or Spotify or whatever lets you do it. I never know. Um, it really, really helps us out, and we deeply appreciate it when you do. You should also check out all the great shows on audioentropy.com. Give them a like. Give them a rate and review. They're all wonderful. You're going to find one you like. I guarantee it. But I think that'll do it for us right now. We will return in March for Emma's big birthday descendant celebration. But I don't want to think about this movie ever again, so goodbye. Bye. D comes forever, but not this one. Uh, hello, is this Jean Frank? Mais oui, c'est moi. Why did I take Spanish? <sighs> this is Evelyn Green's how you say, 
assistant, she would like to have me give you a pre-interview before her interview. Mais très bien, très bien. Oui. Yeah, fan, fantastic. Um, so her tickets will need to be put under my name, Hallie Brandon. Bon, euh, une mademoiselle. Si. I mean, oui. Speaking English with a French accent. Is still speaking English, huh? Oops. I mean, oops. 